0: Chelsea and you're listening to Beyond the Picket Fence. Not just any episodes of Beyond the Picket Fence, but this is a special segment called 25 Days of Updates. 25 days of 25 days of 25 days of 25 days of of updates. (laughs) Happy holidays. If you've been around all season, you've been hearing interviews with amazing, incredible, stupendous, okay, that's a little much, but We've been talking to really amazing people, and I've had a few people request updates. So here is 25 days of updates from everyone that we have interviewed this season. If you've missed any, Hakuna Matata. You'll find the link to the original episode in each update's show notes. You're welcome. Happy Day 12, and shout out to my sister Holly. Happy birthday! If you know her, reach out and send her a little love for her birthday. Without Holly, this show would not be... So thank you, sister, for always cheering me on and supporting me. Happy birthday. I love you. Okay, so it's only been a few months since we last talked to this sweet little lady, the 2022 Miss Berkeley County teen. But a lot can happen in two and a half months. I'm here with Maddie Sapp. Again, it hasn't been too long, but how have you been since we went beyond your white picket fence?
1: I've been pretty good, actually. I mean, I've definitely gotten a lot busier, but I've still remained.
0: I would definitely say the same. You know, nothing too extreme. I know, cause we just did this like recent, like October, right? Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been too long. Some of my people I haven't talked to since like January, but I did see on your social medias that you have a new crown, right? Or what? yes, explain I... all that to me. So I decided to
1: compete in a different organization that's part of the Miss High School America organization. And essentially, this competition that I decided to compete in is the first ever prelim that has been offered in the state. I'm not sure if it's been the first ever prelim offered in the whole country, but I know that in the state, this is the first ever prelim that has been offered. And it was a two-day event. On Saturday, I competed for the titles of Green Wave, Tri-County, or Dorchester County Collegiate America. And because I did not win that day, I then got to compete the next day for Charleston and Mount Pleasant Collegiate America, and I ended up taking the title of Miss Mount Pleasant Collegiate America.
0: Yay! So how does that go with your other title? Is your other year up? So my year was not officially up for my previous
1: title i um did get to do my final walk though saturday before the competition so i got to have closure in that era
0: of my life but yeah i saw that on facebook and then i got goosebumps it was so cool how you did your walk in your big dress and you looked so beautiful (laughs) thank you that was super special one door closes and another one opened so now She is in a completely new pageant line, and I wanted to know. Are you liking everything?
1: I am liking it. So the way that this organization works, you're not required to have a platform, but I'm still going to keep my same platform you are as in Survivor. And then they also have a nationwide anti-bullying campaign that they have made the national platform for this organization called Brave. Brave which stands for Building Respects and Values for Everyone. So along with continuing to advocate for my URs and Survivor Initiative, I will also be incorporating BRAVE and uh, like rather, and I will also be incorporating BRAVE and going into schools and speaking about how to build
0: respect and values for everyone. Wow, that's so special. Maddie is preparing to compete at the state level with this new title she holds. You can follow her journey on Instagram. The link is in the show notes. Now that we are caught up on her awesome pageant life, what else is new? How is school going and everything? School is going good. We did have an incident at my
1: school yesterday, which involved students being released early. Somebody decided to light two school bathrooms on fire um so we had to evacuate and obviously the way that schools are built nowadays they're built like each room is built like a microwave so that way the fire won't spread plus mm-hmm. there's just it's just tile in bathrooms so it, the school is built so that way the fire won't spread or to keep it from spreading that fast i should say so nobody was injured thankfully but it was still scary because the hallway that it happened on EOC testing began yesterday, which is state mandated in South Carolina. So then that created a whole new can of worms to unpack because now these poor students, whether they were finished or not, are probably going to have to retake the state exam. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. And it was really, I mean, I wouldn't say that I was scared. I was a little stressed out because I was like, what's going on? Because because that the school was lit on fire, that is considered arson, which is federal. So then the entire building becomes crime scene. So then you cannot go into the building to grab your belongings. And so I had to ride home with a friend from school yesterday. Because my keys were obviously in my book bag. But luckily, admin allowed to retrieve keys, but not book bags. So wow. I was able to get my keys back. That way I could drive. I went back to the school to pick up my car, but yeah, it was, it was a mess. But today it, you know, normal bell schedule. We were supposed to have another EOC testing today, but
0: they canceled it for today. And we're just, we're just rolling along. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Can, do they know who did it? Or are they still trying to figure that out? They definitely know who did it. There were,
1: this is like, really like, this is just my you know only I feel like I'm the only person that has these types of stories it is crazy (laughs) but basically they know who did it they arrested two of them on campus and apparently there were six students involved in creating the second fire Uh, I don't know if they were arrested or not but I do know that as of today there was a news article released that one of the students was a juvenile but he was indeed charged with second degree arson i believe is what the charge is and the rumor is that these students wanted to get out of state testing so um but now they are in jail so i mean let this be a lesson to everybody state testing is definitely better than going to jail and yeah. <laughs> I really, really hope that nobody tries to do this anywhere else or nobody tries to do this at my school ever again, because at the end of the day, this also ruins everybody else's plans, you know, they can't go to work because their keys are locked in the building with their with their book bag. Nobody knew if they could go get their keys, you know, it, it just created a mess. But I mean, it is really sad because, you know, you just see a lot of people that, don't really think that far ahead anymore, really don't care to,
0: but yeah, just to get out. Nobody of
1: was injured. So yeah, that's, that's the rumor. And you know, now it, it's just really sad because I don't know who it was. I don't know. Personally, I don't know who it was. I don't know what was going through their mind, but I mean, it's just really sad because now you, you, whether you meant to do it as a harmless act or not, it was indeed harmless. And now you possibly ruined the rest of your life because you're going to have this paper trail of something you did back in high school following you wherever you go.
0: Yeah.
1: And everybody was like, Oh, we get out of school early. And I was like, you know, I'd rather have my book bag and get out of school the same time we always do than get out of school early and not know when I can get my stuff back. And
0: Yeah that's stressful <laughs> I'm sorry about that
1: yeah it's it's okay you know it's a great story to tell and it just makes me more interested
0: person I guess because I feel like I'm the only person that has these types of stories but oh my goodness and how has your family been your mom and your aunt and your grandma and your sister they've all been good we
1: decorated for Christmas so that was fun the elf on the shelf is back in town. So me and my sister are really excited about that.
0: What's your elf name? Herman. Herman.
1: Yes, Herman. <laughs> Everybody's really excited about that Herman's back with his reindeer
0: ginger. <laughs> so. Everything you say is more cute because of your little accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my <sighs> gosh.
0: I love it. Okay, so I asked everyone the question, you know, to end the podcast, what do you wish people saw Be on your white picket fence? But the new question now, the ending question for the updates is, which is going to be interesting because it hasn't been that long for you, but how has your white picket fence changed since we last talked?
1: You know, I think that once the podcast released and I'm not sure all out of all of my friends who actually listened to it, but I know a few of them did. And they texted me about it. And so I think that in a way my white picket fence has been broken down in a sense because, you know, my mutual friends who didn't really know know me that personally now got to see a different side of me. And and that was really that was really special. And I mean, I've also had some people reach out to me that said that me just sharing my story helps them realized that what happened to them wasn't their fault. And I think it made me look at what I'm doing in a different perspective, because for a while I was like, I'm just sharing my story. Like, how could that really have an impact on people? And I've been struggling with that idea for a good bit now, but getting to share my story on your podcast has really allowed me to along with everyone else, be able to see beyond my picket, white picket fence, which has been really special to me.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Well, yes. thank you so much for coming on and doing it and being vulnerable and sharing all your fun stories. And I still just have to say, I can't wait to see your goat farm. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> you grow up. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm super excited for that definitely so fun okay well is there anything else you want to say before i let you go i love these Um, sweet updates they're like so fun i don't i don't think so um just definitely
1: if y'all want to keep up today on my pageant journey miss mount pleasant collegiate is the username but instead of mount it's just MT, I'll have okay. to do you want me to send you yeah, a link text to it me
0: and I'll link it all in the show notes. Yes, you so can follow on along your journey. That's yes. fun because I've been following and I'm like, it's so fun to see all uh, the things yes. you do. Yes. Like, so def- through you.
1: <laughs> yes, I you know, and I really wasn't expecting to win this new title. But I mean, I, I think one thing I struggle with is taking my own advice. And something I've always told other people is to never count yourself out. And I mean, and just go go at everything with this sense, like don't take everything too seriously. Just do it because you enjoy it. And I think I find whenever I do things because I enjoy them is whenever I succeed the most. And so now I get to have another year of advocacy through pageantry. And I get to share that with even more people because I have created this, this group, this like, audience of people who are interested in what I have to say and want to
0: relay that to other people so I'm really excited for what the future holds that's so cool I'm excited to watch all of it too everything that you do and all the fun that you have you're so young but you're so involved in everything and it's so cool to watch And and you want to know something that's really crazy is that the division that I'm competing in
1: is collegiate so because I'm a senior in high school I am basically the minimum for this division but most of the time whenever you think of senior in high school you think 18 I'm 17 and I will still be 17 by the time I compete in state in January so I I am possibly I'm competing against girls that are way older than me which you know it's kind of scary but at the same
0: time I feel like let's go (laughs) yeah I feel like I can do it so, that, so is there a way to watch in January or no, is it not?
1: I think I will definitely uh, um keep you posted on that. I feel like so there like should be a YouTube
0: link or something.
1: I, yes, I will definitely keep you posted about that.
0: Are you doing the same um, talent?
1: So Are there's you- no talent in this organization. Ah, boo. I know. But at the same time for me, I do kind of like that because talent is very nerve wracking. I really am enjoying this new organization, but you know, maybe in the future, I will do another different, I will do Miss America organization again because I do like the talent side of things, but for this phase of my life, I am really excited to compete in this new system where there is no talent, but there is fun fashion. So I do get to show who I am, and my like the fun side of who I am through fun fashion. And then I also will get to share like the passionate side of myself through interview. So, you yeah. know, there's still,
0: that's the most important still... part right there is because right. the talent was like your passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, this will be definitely interesting, but I'm, I'm very excited um, to see where all this takes me. It is really weird. Whenever I had just my Miss Berkeley County sash, i put it in a little box and I would put it in a safe space but now that I have two I was like you know I don't really want this one to get wrinkled like my last sash did so I have them hanging in my room and it's just really weird to go in my room and see two and it it just blows my mind because I'm just like like I really did that and I think that Maddie, whenever she was eight years old, or even Maddie a couple years ago, would not even think that she was capable of doing something like that. And I'm going to stop talking your ear off. But I do want to add one more thing is that I think that there is a stigma around pageantry. But you just got to find whichever organization aligns with what you believe. But all in all, I will say one thing that all these organizations have in common is empowering women to be the most confident version of themselves. And I think that that's so important. And it is because of this journey I have been able to lead through pageantry that I have been able to speak up and speak out. So, you know, if you are a young woman or even a parent of a young woman, I would definitely say to give pageantry a second look, because there are benefits to it, not just scholarship wise, not just modeling wise, but also there's benefits to confidence. My mom even said, she was like, I've been able to watch your confidence grow. And that is something that playing sports never really gifted me. You know, I always felt like I wasn't enough playing sports. I always felt like nobody truly believed in me to succeed. And that's also really hard um except for a few amazing coaches i can't i can't let them think that they aren't amazing but um sports you know it was really hard on me but because a pageantry because i've been able to push myself believe in myself and not rely on validation
0: from others maybe i should go sign up for a pageant i could use a little sprinkle of maddie's confidence i hope she keeps her light and her belief in herself throughout her entire life and That's day 12. If you haven't yet, please share your favorite episode with a friend. And if you love this show, shoot me a text or write a review. And if you know someone with a story that needs to be shared, reach out. Alrighty, that's it. See you tomorrow. Happy Holidays!